Welcome to Biblical Perspectives on Aging, the podcast where you and your church will find answers to the difficult questions that arise as we grow older. On behalf of the Baptist Home, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brames. Welcome to Biblical Perspectives on Aging. This week, we continue the interview with the roundtable on the new Baptist Home location in Independence, Missouri. If you missed last week's podcast, we invite you to listen to part one of the discussion entitled, A New Home in Independence, Missouri. And don't forget to click subscribe to hear more great conversations on applying biblical principles to aging issues. Here's the rest of the interview with the roundtable. And so with the transition then, Tammy, I want to drive this question back to you. Uh, Your background in multiple in helping multiple facilities and such. I don't know that you were in a part of helping them to acquire new facilities, but obviously as they transitioned away from it, uh, there's a, there'd be some similarities. You are helping the Baptist homes to move Truman Gardens and the Chateau there and bringing it to a, not only into a new organization, but to a new type of organization, meaning this is a faith-based organization. It is a not-for-profit mm-hmm. care center. How, what is your role in that? What are some of the challenges that uh, you foresee and perhaps that you've already been able to guide Dr. Harrison and others through at this time? Uh, thank you. I think one of the biggest uh, challenges, and, and yes, in a previous life prior to my CEO role, I was responsible for development. So I was on the the other side of a a large long-term care company where we bought things. One of the big challenges I think that is somewhat unforeseen if if you're new to the arena is that the facility itself maintains the license and the Medicare certification and all of those sorts of things. So when you think about selling a business and you say, I'm going to sell you my store And so we close Friday night and we inventory everything. And Monday you open up with your new sign on the roof and and we're done. Uh, You know, it's a, it's a asset transaction and that's the end of it. Well, this is nowhere near that simple (laughs) because the, the asset part of it is, is the simple part, but federally the licensure belongs to the building regardless of who's operating it. And so we have to work with the seller to complete copious amounts of forms to both the State Department of Health, um, the Centers for Medicare, make sure that we've got all that documentation so that that number can then be redirected to the Baptist homes from the seller. And so it's making sure that you have, and everything is computerized today. So making sure that we have all the computer systems that point to the right place and get them back over to the Baptist homes. Funds, for example, um, most people don't know that the funds go to the, the person of record for the number from the federal government. So for several months, the seller collects that and we have to have documentation and contractual things to help us make sure that the Baptist Homes is getting what is due them and that the seller is getting what is due to them. So there's a lot of behind the scenes work that goes into making the transition go smoothly and, and it never goes smoothly. So, so it's, it's a matter of making it go as smoothly as it possibly can. That's, that's what we really try to do. Sure, sure. 
Okay, thank you for that. Kate, I'm gonna direct this question towards you. You, you are brand new as an administrator, uh, 18 months in, having passed your, your exam, your certification such, there is not only a new job responsibility, but you are now a part of a new organization. What, what are you excited about? What are some things that you've already experienced in these last 18 months and in these last few months with Baptist Homes? And also, uh, what are some hopes that you have in moving forward as this transition is complete? Well, I have definitely had to go through my own self-confidence within the last 18 months, but I know what I've learned is there's so much cooperation and support on different areas of the facility, as well as the company above us. We have the running pieces within that have to function appropriately for us to take care of our loved ones and the residents within the facility. Uh, of course, the flexibility has to be there, and we're meeting a lot of that. Uh, very hopeful for the support and the compassion that the Baptist Homes brings to independents. Not to say anything negative about the past, but I believe we will have a higher system in place with the Christ-like care and getting back to the roots of why we're in long-term care, why we do what we do and to live for the residents as well as staff and just to be a humble facility. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, Rodney, before we ask the last question, which I ask of each guest, uh, let me just ask, is there anything else that any of you would like to share that I have not asked as we move towards the conclusion of the interview? Well, you haven't asked if we're taking applications, and the answer is yes, we are here at <laughs> here at the campus. Um, you know, there's also several new faces. Pretty soon, we'll be looking at the website. They'll soon see the Independence Campus represented and reflected on the Baptist Homes website. Here in the room today, we have our newest employee, having started this morning. Her name is Brooke Witt. She is going to be our specialist in the uh, the billing helping us with the, the Medicaid, the Medicare billing, and with things like accounts receivable and communications. Not only does she come from Minnesota, which is where my wife and I enjoyed so many years, but she, she has such a heart. Just the journey that God has had her on over the years just really reflects, again, this is the heart of the Baptist homes. And so uh, if it's okay, I'm gonna take a quick segue and let Brooke say hello to everybody. Well, good morning, afternoon, I guess. Hi, I'm Brooke Witt, and yes, I'm the new business office manager, cannonballing in and excited to see what we can do. Uh, not sure. I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> so I'm on the spot. <laughs> for, those, for, those, for those that are looking at a career with Baptist Homes, uh, day one is overwhelming. Yes. So, okay, day yes. one is overwhelming. And so, uh, Brooke will be uh, working with us, and we're just so excited to have her, her experience in long-term care. Uh, she was working with a care facility in Carthage, Missouri, just down south on Interstate 49, and uh, came highly recommended by some of the uh, folks in our network. But, you know, this is what's exciting about Baptist Homes right now, is that we are seeing the opportunity to care for the aging in 
various places. Many people, you know, still remember the day of they'll call the, the Ozark campus and they'll say, do you have a, a place for mom or for, for us? Maybe it's a couple calling and, and they'd say, well, no, we're actually full. And so it's so exciting to be able to say we have openings, we have availability, we can provide that care for someone in that, that season of need. And so uh, it's just really a privilege to be here in Independence, uh, just a very accessible location. And we are looking forward to a great partnership with you know, the association and the churches in this area. Well, Rodney, since you mentioned that you are re, uh, receiving applications at this time or you're welcome to receive applications, uh, is that information on the website for the independence facility or is there another way that they should inquire about such things? As of today, they can go and there will be a link where they can call the phone number and they can call this campus. And you can also just email desk at thebaptisthome.org and just ask for information about the Independence Campus and we'll get that to you. So uh, that is kind of our catch-all email, desk at thebaptisthome.org and we'll send you information about this campus. Okay, well, thank you very much. Well, Rodney, let me close with you at this point. And obviously, the, this endeavor, the opportunities that have come up, the 10 cents on the dollar, as you mentioned earlier, uh, are all because of a variety of things, prayer, not the least of which of uh, one of those things. How can churches, families support this, pray for the Baptist homes in general, but specifically pray for the Baptist homes of Independence Campus uh, in the days, weeks, and years ahead? Our industry continues to be affected by the coronavirus. People are scared to place their loved ones in a care facility. They, they are wondering, is it safe? Will my loved one be isolated? We will soon have a full-time campus pastor here. You know, I think about the Baptist home system in, in the last 18 months, and never a week has gone by where our residents didn't have soul care. They didn't have church services. You know, that, that can't even be said of us. As a pastor yourself, you know when you had to go to remote delivery. And, you know, that's something that's unique about the Baptist homes is we, we truly are able to be a little bit different. And so continue to pray for our residents, pray for the transition in this campus. Um, I think Tamara said it so well when Tammy was saying there's just so much that is unique about our industry. It has been said that the long-term care industry is the second most regulated industry behind nuclear power plants. Mm -hmm. And in this transition, that has become very, very clear. Okay. So pray for us as we make all of these transitions. Um, pray for our, our staff. Yes. Um, you know, if there is one thing I could say, you might say, well, why not pray for the, the residents? Because, well, the staff are going to be the caregivers. I think if we pray for them, we are praying for them to be the hands and feet of Jesus as they serve in Christ-like love. So uh, I would like just to close this podcast with a, a request that, that people would pray, the churches would pray for our caregivers here at Baptist Homes of Independence. Rodney, I'm going to do something that I normally don't do as a part of these episodes. Let me just entertain that prayer now as a prompt, hopefully, that others will will do that upon listening to this episode in the coming weeks. So, Father, we do thank you for uh, this 
growing opportunity, the growing ministry, a, a hundred plus year old ministry that uh, is continuing to expand and the new opportunities, which means new people, which means new souls, which means um, opportunities to serve in so many ways, some of which have spent a lifetime serving you uh, and just giving back to them. So God, for those that are leading this, uh, people like Kate and like Tammy and like Brooke and certainly Dr. Harrison and others, uh, we pray for them as, as they oversee this transition, as they work through the details, all the logistics that are involved in that, uh, that you would guide them, that you would provide them wisdom, that the, st the team, the rest of the staff that is involved uh, in caring for uh, the residents uh, at all the facilities, but Lord, particularly here at this Independence Campus or these two campuses uh, at this time, that that you would see that they are that they receive the care that they need as well. That as they are serving others, that the the staff and and the uh, all of those that are involved in caring for others are taken care of mentally, taken care of physically, uh, but Lord, receive the spiritual nourishment as well from their leaders from Kate and, and others within the facility, from Rodney and others as a part of the overall administration, but Lord, just in general, that their families would be supportive and, and that they would support one another in providing the kind of care that ultimately you would want to provide. Again, as Rodney said, being, being the hands and feet of Jesus uh, to those who receive the care. So God, we know that this ministry is about serving the residents. And so we certainly pray for the residents. We pray for the safety overall of all of those that are involved with the Baptist Homes continuing growing network for COVID and for all of the other challenges that, that might be a part of that. But, but God is especially uh, here for this campus in these coming weeks and months ahead as, as they continue this transition and uh, welcoming new residents. Let that care, uh, let those residents see Jesus uh, through those that are a part of this interview today and all those that they will impact uh, through ministering to those who will be ministering ultimately to the residents as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you all for joining us for this little roundtable today. And perhaps down the road, we may have each of you back or a portion, partial collection of you back to see how, mm -hmm. the, uh, how the process is going somewhere down in the future. Great. Thank you very much. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this interview today. The Baptist Home has provided Christ-like care to the aging since 1913. To learn more about the biblically informed resources and solutions provided by the Baptist Home, go to www.thebaptisthome.org. Again, www.thebaptisthome.org. You will find links to previous podcasts, a growing number of church resources, and detailed information about residential and long-term care communities. Until next time, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brams, asking you to be a voice for the aging.